You're listening to a Philadelphia Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philadelphia sports fan experience. What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter podcast presented to you by PHL Sports Nation. Today, we have a very unique podcast. We're going to take a break from talking solely about the Eagles, and we have three Temple football players. We're going to talk about college football and the coronavirus, how everything's going to work this fall, and also the Temple football players that just got drafted and signed to new NFL teams, and also Eagles linebacker Sean Bradley, obviously. So very excited for this conversation. First off, we have George Reed. George, how you doing? Hey, um, I'm doing good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Thanks for joining. Next, Oddly Isaacs. Oddly, how you doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. And last but not least, Chauncey Moore. What's good? How you doing? Pretty good. All right, guys. So, um, as everybody knows, we've been in a pandemic for a couple months now. What have you guys been doing to stay in shape and uh, make sure you're ready for the season whenever that starts? Uh, well, so for me, um, I really like, I've been working out every day, uh, just not really like lifting wise since, uh, we can't really get access to any like, uh, gyms or anything like that, but just, uh, trying to stay in condition shapes of running a lot and doing a lot of field work to make sure that I'm, uh, you know what I'm saying? At the top of my game when we get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like Chauncey said, I was, uh, been on the field a lot. Uh, we have some like, uh, tires behind my high school so I would do some tire flips and work out with the tires for a little bit until they took them away but (laughs) other than that just on the field and just working out yeah like pretty much same as they said you know most of the gyms we know are uh, closed and everything so if anything we're doing you know just natural body workouts Um, but mainly staying conditioned on the field um, try to get to the track here and there or just general runs Um, Mm. yeah try to get in as much as we can Awesome. Sounds good. So um, obviously we all go to Temple. What are the chances that Temple is going to return to um, go back to the fall semester in some capacity? Do you guys think we're going to be going back as students at all? Uh, I mean, um, well, a lot of the coaches have been saying uh, we should be back on campus for like volunteer workouts for, mm-hmm. on June like 15th. So um, I think there's a possibility we could be back on campus uh, in August uh, or September. Yeah. From I what I'm hearing, I mean, also... yeah, from what I'm hearing, like from what the coaches are saying too, um, you know, they're trying to get us back for workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start coming in slowly. And uh, just, I think it's word of mouth for us, maybe official that I think St. John's, um, you know, the, school in New York, they're coming back to campus um, with like a bunch of extreme like cautions or so, um, but their students won't be back on campus. So most people are saying most likely if St. John's come back to campus, it's a possibility that a lot of other colleges probably yeah. do the same thing. I think we'll possibly uh, open back up, but I think uh, classes probably still be online. I think the food 
places and like going into the offices with like your advisor and stuff will be open, but I think it'll be limited to that. Yeah, definitely very different, but um, it's good news that you guys are hearing um, positive stuff about the football season. So um, that's kind of up in the air right now, but if there were to be a season without any fans, how do you think that would impact um, the atmosphere of your play this season? Uh, that's very funny because I was, I was just talking about that with my uh, mom the other day, and I was like, it's basically like every every game is going to be a road game because, like, mm-hmm. you have no energy or anybody else supporting you, so you're going to have to find and dig in from within to get all that energy and play good. Yeah, pretty much. It's like it's the same way. I mean, we, we, we're taught to carry that same energy or build that same energy in practice. And with practice, no one's out there watching us. And mm-hmm. We're supposed to go out with the same energy, you know, from practice to the game. So, yeah, it's an adjustment. Yeah, we don't have fans. It might suck or so. But pretty much we're doing the same thing we always do, you know. So, I mean, we'll, we'll just have to get used to that part with nobody there. But I had – um read on like the Temple Tailgate page that like Iowa State is only like allowing season ticket holders to the game. So I mean um uh I think like I don't think it's more so having like just like nobody in the stands to make the game like different. I think it's more so like that we won't be able to like when we go to like away games like for example our first game of this year is supposed to be Miami mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be like a big game season opener away packed stadium so I think it's more so like we won't really get that feel that we usually would get when we go to like big away games so like the games that we need to win away we won't it'll be harder for us to do that because like we're not really it doesn't feel like we're playing a game game it's probably just gonna feel like practice like all these said so we just gotta bring that juice like yeah yeah for sure so imagine you guys are entering the NFL um this offseason like some of your former teammates do you think that the modified or shortened offseason that they're going to be doing is going to hurt their chances? For example, if they're in a positional battle with somebody, um, do you think teams are going to try to rely more on the reliable veteran or are they going to still take chances on these late round rookies and undrafted free agents? I mean, uh, from what I take from it, um, yeah, I mean, when you think about it, most teams like that when they're put in these situations would – have to rely on, you know, their veterans, have to go on who they know can play, especially with shortened time. You haven't really seen many people. But at the same time, the guys that we know going in there, like I, I just believe and I know from what I've seen that they're going to make their mark. They're mm-hmm. going to show that they can be used, they're resourceful, you know. And in any way, you're going to see them either on special teams or on offense or defense come up and, you know, make plays as they always were. You know? Yeah, well, all these said, I think, um, I think like uh, – It'll, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for NFL teams not to trust their veterans uh, mm-hmm. at this point. Just honestly, because they know what they're going to get with their veterans. And, you know, when you draft somebody, you, you have an idea of what you want to get, but you never know for sure until that person steps on the field. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a big this upcoming season just for everybody who was drafted. But more specifically for our teammates, I think uh, everybody who was drafted was uh, always had to get it, like, and, and like, short terms like just get it get it out the mud basically like they had to work hard for what they got like they were given you know what I mean like mm-hmm. had to work hard so I think the I think that wouldn't be a problem for them in order to make their mark um, I think that they'll do good under pressure and I'm pretty sure right now they're working out as we speak just so they can be be in the best position to make their mark so uh, I have high hopes for 
those guys who were drafted and those guys who signed as well. Pretty much basically what they both said. Uh, we've seen these guys here work for three years now, and every day they just came down, came into the facility and, like, put their head down and went to work. So, like, I have no question about uh, our guys, and I got full faith in that they'll make their mark and be able to take one of those veteran spots and show that show what they can do on the field. Awesome. So some of your former teammates that you've been mentioning are running into this situation. Um, we got Falcons interior offense lineman, Matt Hennessy, Vikings cornerback, Harrison Hand, Eagles linebacker, Sean Bradley, who we're going to talk more about, Buccaneers linebacker, Chappelle Russell, and then the undrafted free agents, uh, Dana Levine, Isaiah Wright, Javon Fair, and Sam Franklin. Um, who do you guys think will have the most success in the NFL based on either just their overall skill or the situation that they're going into? I don't know. That's a hard one. <laughs> Yo, them I'm not boys. Thought about it. Y'all, y'all, man, y'all don't see half of it what they do like yeah. during practice, man. I'm telling you, them boys are special. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like you see something like you'll see over here on offense. You see Penny do something crazy on the line, and then you'll look on the other side of field, and you know Harry's picking something off, or you see something off, and Sean's getting the gap, or Pell's mm-hmm. getting. It's just like you see it everywhere, and it's like. For these guys, like, I see them grind. I see them do this, like, consistently. And it's hard to say who would be the most successful. Like, they're all going to be going the same, if not, like, fighting each other. Like, but, you know, friendly, they're all the same, but fighting each other for who can be the most successful. And that's going to keep driving them, you know. They know they got Temple here. They know that we're on the same mission. We always were. And carry that right into the NFL. Uh, if I'm if I'm being honest, like, like, I honestly think that, like, I never really got to see uh, Henny play, like, you know what I mean, like, work, because, you know, I'm a defensive guy, and, like, mm-hmm. I like I don't really watch the line, but I think uh, Henny would probably have the most success, just because, um like, when I first came in, uh, Henny was a highly touted guy, you know, everybody talked about him, and he, he never, like, he never really talked about himself, like, he wasn't really a big cocky person, he always just put his head down at work. Same with all the other guys, but um, I think just because um, – the, the talent that was drafted at Henny's position in the draft, I don't think nobody was better than him at his position, honestly. So I think that he'll have the most success. But um, I also do think that Sam Franklin will also be somebody who was, like, uh, overlooked this draft. And I think that uh, because he was overlooked, he was really going to make people regret that. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, like, one of the hardest working people I know. So um, I'm excited to see what he does. I also think he'll be really good this year. Great. Um, yeah, Matt Hennessy was the first player out of Temple drafted. Um, he's someone that I looked into a lot because just the way the Eagles offensive lineman is built, it's getting kind of older and he can fill in multiple positions on the line. Um, people have him labeled as just an interior guy. Do you think he's going to be best suited as guard, center, or is he good enough to just do both at the next level? I think I saw somewhere they said they got him going as guard as of mm. now, but Henny, Henny, I'm pretty sure in high school, Henny was a guard transferred to a center. So I'm pretty sure he could do it all. Okay. Definitely. All right. So getting over to Sean Bradley, um, the main part of the conversation. So Eagles took him in the sixth round. He immediately joins a team that has a pretty weak linebacker group. Nobody really stands out, but he's still going to have to fight for his spot. What kind of impact do you think he's going to have? Um, first year or his entire career? I mean, that boy Sean brings that energy. Sean yeah. is always 
hype. He always been talking his talk. He always bring that energy. So I think uh, as a rookie, um, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to go through those rookie, you know what I'm saying, like uh, trials, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. You got to do rookie. Like, a lot of people might not look at him as a captain, but I think, like, no matter what, he's always going to be a captain. So I think uh, coming in, he's going to be a high-energy dude, making big plays and practice translate to the game. And then sooner or later, people are going to start looking at him like a vet, even though he's a rookie. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, for me, like, I came in here um, in my recruiting class as the only linebacker, you know, Sean and Pell, you know, Will, guys like that were the guys I looked up to this entire time. And from the moment I got here to the moment he left, you know, that's the same energy Sean always brought. You know, like he said, like, always bring energy to the team. And, you know, he talk his talk, but at the same time, he's going to follow that up, you know. Yeah. So I really feel like the Eagles are getting something special when the guy that, as he develops later down, he will eventually become that leader for the Eagles in their defense. Just like both of them said, Sean, Sean was really like when I came in, because I just moved to a linebacker this year, and Sean was really like a student of the game. Like Sean was always watching film, always trying to teach up the young guys, you know, do this, do that, and always asking questions. So I know Sean, and I know how his work ethic is. So I know as soon as he understands that playbook and he gets going, he's just going to start playing, and then his leadership is just going to start taking over, and dudes are going to look at him like, yo, this dude actually knows how to play. This dude knows what he's doing. So I feel very confident in him actually getting a spot for the Eagles this year. Oh, that's great to hear. So like I said, um, George, you mentioned that he's probably going to be taking a spot. Um, it just – uh, if you imagine them taking five or six linebackers, there's not really anyone that stands out. Like I said, they drafted another linebacker in the third round, but um, he's in a great position to step up and take a role. Do you think he's going to be capable of taking a veteran role? I mean, they, it's still a younger group, but there's guys that's been that's been in the league for four years now. Is Sean Bradley someone that can step in, win that roster spot over someone that's done it before? I mean, you know, Football works in weird ways, and hopefully nobody gets hurt. But, like, if somebody gets hurt, then mm-hmm. it's always a next man up mentality. So, you, like, if I'm, like I said, if he knows his playbook, if he knows what he's doing, that next man up mentality is going to kick in, and then he's just going to be right there, and he's not even going to miss a beat with uh, playing with the other linebacker. So. Yeah. That's one thing you exactly say. Yeah, definitely. So in my tape review of Sean, um, I looked at all these Eagles rookies in depth. I noticed that he's really strong run defender and he plays very tough, like you guys have mentioned. Um, among these other traits, what about his game stands out to you? Is there a single thing that you can point out and say, this is what makes Sean Bradley special? That boy is fast. <laughs> he is. He's fast. Yeah, like, you yeah. look at him, you like, Nah, no, it's nah, no way. And then you see him running around on the field, you be like, yo, that boy is fast, man. And Another thing is, I ain't gonna lie, like, I've seen a lot of linebackers in pass coverage, but he's one of, yeah, he's one of the best I've seen. Yeah, that's He basically is like a, like a DB, so, like, man. Yeah, that, that, like, he had, like his, uh, his pass coverage is, is tight, like, uh. I didn't think, like, he'll be able to – like, because, you know, like, Sean don't really look like he's the fastest or, like, he – his hips are pretty good. But, like, like when he at, when in the game or in practice, like, his pass coverage abilities is great. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so using that speed and his power that he has, do you think he's in a good position to uh, be an instant contributor on special teams if he makes the team? Because um, yeah, just definitely. the just the way the linebacker group is built, um, it'd be tough for him to be a day one starter. So special teams, is that going to be a great role for him to step into uh, day one? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. We're, 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 that's one thing, like, for sure. Everyone knows about Temple. Like, from day one, you're going through special teams. Like, we know mm. that. You know, everyone is going through, everyone does it because those are the key and crucial, like, you know, things we need in the game to kind of transition over. So for our guys in the NFL going in, like, we know that, of course, we want to prove our point. Of course, we want to, you know, get our time. But at the same time, we want to be used any way possible. And special teams to start, well, Sean and any other guy is going to give their own special teams the same way and is going to go up the ladder. Good, we definitely. Had last year, well, um, Kurt. Kirk mm-hmm. won his hands. Yeah. yeah. So um, the Eagles take their linebacker culture very seriously. You know, they want these players that want to compete, they want to win, and they're good leaders. Do you think um, Sean Bradley has fits that mold as a player, and what kind of impact did he have on you as a player? Yeah, um, well, so like, I, like I said, uh, Sean has always been that guy to bring that juice and bring that leadership mentality. So, um like, as far as, like, being a leader and, like, an early contributor, I think that's, like, something that fits right up his alley. Mm-hmm. Um, early on, when I first uh, got my offer from Temple, uh, Sean was, like, probably the, the first person to DM me on um, Instagram. And then when I com- when I committed, he DM me on Twitter and was like, yo, like, you committed. So, like, now, like, it's, it's time to work. Like, it ain't no easy, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be easy for you, like. I know that all the coaches been saying, like, yeah, they really want you and all this, but, like, like you're not going to come in here and just get right to it. Like, it's going to be some hardships, and you're going to have to work hard. And, honestly, I thought Sean was a safety because <laughs> every time I seen him, like he, like, he didn't look that big to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And when I highlights, like, he was always, like, either catching picks or making a tackle. So, I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this guy's safety, so he's going to be helping me on the DB. So, then when I actually got on campus and I got around him, like, I'm like, oh, this dude's a linebacker. He was talking to me like a safety, and he was, you know what I mean, like taking me in as his like own already before he even met me. So um, that's one of the, like, that's something that like really stuck with me with Sean. And then he's always been a big brother to me since, you know what I mean? Like, even though I'm not a linebacker, I'm not in a linebacker group, like I always talk to him a lot, really. Yeah, I guess I would say the same. Like, for me, like, from like way back on my like official visit where, you know, Sean was my host, you know, from then that was one of the main, like, person I really knew at Temple. Um, and almost anything, like, I could, I could hit him up or talk to him about. Um, and then you kind of just, like I said, just walk me through everything when I first got here. And pretty much been like a big brother to us ever since, you know, anything like Chauncey said, always trying to get guys involved, always trying to, you know, teach us, you know, this, that, and the third, and the way to better our game, study film better. And, you know, it was just really that push that kind of, like, everyone sees us. Like, you know, Sean's doing this and that. You know, all right. Now I'm wanna, you know, I wanna get my guys involved, and it kind of just spread. You know, I'm take. He tell me, I tell you know my guys. Now we going from having you know two, three people to about ten guys, you know, in there, and another ten guys in there. And now it's like pretty much half the defense in there watching film. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, Sean. Like you said, you asked uh, said something about him being a competitor. Uh, I remember this one day in practice. Uh, coach was just, you know, loving the offense that day. And he was trying to, like, basically, like, punk the defense, which we all are. So, like, you know, none of us took that well. But Sean being that leader and 
that big competitive dude, he felt like it was his nature to step up for the whole defense. And he, he ended up, like, making the next three plays in a row. Mm -hmm. And then, like, just yeah. – you're just like, dang, like, he's really like that. Like, that boy do <laughs> Yeah, how do you do that? <laughs> he's like, pick, pick. So I was like, what, bro? Yeah, I mean, just, just watching the games um, live, he was always involved in the big plays. And I remember just watching him more, seeing number five all over the place. Um, I would just always say to people, I mean, he's he can make any tackle. He can wrap up anyone. Uh, I think the – run defense was his probably his best trait, but it's awesome to hear you guys' stories about um, him as a player just because, you know, these rookies, they're unsure. You don't know what you're getting out of them most of the time. Um, but to hear all these great things about his leadership, his competitiveness, um, very, very uh, assuring. But um, back to you guys and Temple football, what are you guys most looking forward to this year? Do you guys have any early predictions for the Owls? I just take it one week at a time, man. Yeah. I, I don't try to yeah, talk about the future. Like, it's just one game at a time. We try to go 1-0 every week, and mm. I feel like that's just that temple tough mentality. Like, if something bad happens the week before, it's just like on to the next one. Like, we like we need to be 1-0 this week. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to getting back with everybody and, you know, getting back on the same page and pretty much moving forward. You know, we put well. our own narrative. For me, um, like uh, one, of, I'm most looking forward to getting back and getting them pads back on. Uh, mm -hmm. We barely do anything with spring ball; like we only got like two two days. So, uh, um, I feel like when we get them pads back on, that's gonna like be like a breath of fresh air. Um, that's something that I'm really looking forward to. But as far as early predictions. I don't know, but I've been seeing like a lot of bad talk about us. Like we're gonna go six and six, five and six. So all I'm saying is, look, we we coming to something different this year. It's gonna be a different team, um, different mindset, and I think we're more focused this year. But that's all I'm gonna say. Like like they said, want to know every week, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, just get your popcorn ready. All right, I like it. Um, so nationwide, Temple isn't um, as big of a program as Clemson, Alabama, but still a good amount of guys that went to the league this year. Do you guys think you're going to have any trouble filling in those holes of um, Hennessy, Harrison Hand, Sean Bradley? Um, are you guys ready to go and you ready to improve on next year? I mean, we're definitely – Yeah, we're – many of the guys are like – this is not even from, you know, when the guys got drafted. This was like – I mean, right after we came from into the new year, it's like, you know, those young guys. This is where we start now. We're not mm -hmm. going to be here next year. So from day one of this season, you got to be ready and prepared for what's going to be next. So by the time we get to the end of the season and these guys are going, you know, most of these guys are already ready and prepared for stepping up and taking these spots next year. So, you know, we got a lot of guys that we know can fill holes and um, contribute to the uh, defense or offense this year. Yeah, and um, we also picked up a few couple, uh, a few new players, so – Although we may have lost some really good players, we also picked up a few really good players as well. So, And we also have, like, a lot of young guys, not even young guys anymore, they're considered older guys now mm. who um, who have been putting in work with the older guys who left. And um, I think that uh, they're going to be a big impact this year. Two of them are in this, you know what I'm saying, Zoom call right mm. now, so I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like they were saying, uh, it's, it's a whole new feel because, like, we're used to the coaches now. Like, 
we understand what the coaches want now. We we like understand and we just combine more as a team. Like we're more coherent and act like we know the playbook now. You feel me? So it's not it's not really learning for some of the old guys. It's more let's refresh, let's refine your skills. Now you know the playbook, so let's just play instead of just thinking about what what you have to do or what your assignment is on that play. Mm, definitely. Looking forward to seeing you guys back on the field. So last question that I have for you, who is your early Super Bowl favorite in the NFL? 49. Regardless. If you would ask, you know, against who, against this, Eagles. All right. You guys both going with Niners, George and Chauncey? I'm going with the Niners, man. You're not even a Niners fan. You're not a Niners fan. Who's not a Niners fan? No, George. I'm not talking about George, you're not a Niners fan. Don't make me have to pull on my hat, man. (laughs) (laughs) What? I will get my cake. (laughs) Great cake. All right. Oddly, I'm with you, Eagles. Yeah, thank you. We're, we're tied, 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> That's cool. Fly, you fly. See that yes. right behind right Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, boys, thank you for joining me. Um, definitely a great conversation. Um, appreciate it, and hope you guys all stay healthy and looking forward to see you back on the field in this fall. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, man. Definitely. All right, everybody, make sure you subscribe and follow us on social media so you never miss another podcast episode, and go Birds.